been here in so long. I don't even know if my levels are right. I'm still goofing off with them right now. I forgot how to do all this shit. I think the last guest that I had on here was Tim. Tim from Where's the Food? Come get it. He was a fun guest. I've been slacking though. I don't know if it's a po- I don't think it's a pod fade uh per se. But I've just been so busy with other stuff, but I've had this urge I had this epiphany and a little push. And uh, I think it's time that I that I do a quick podcast. I could just talk about some bullshit for a couple minutes. You guys don't mind, right? And if you do mind, fuck off. Go listen to, uh, I don't know, whoever, what other, like, Unsolved Mysteries or whatever podcasts are popular these days. Go check that out. Tune me out because this is Beers in the Basement. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't know what episode it is. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about today, but I'm sure I'm going to think of something. I'm going to wing it. I've been away for a while. I just got home from Maine, too, and I did a whole Portland episode a couple episodes back, and that's where I was again. Uh, I'm not going to do a full Maine review. Been there, done that, and it was a very similar experience, Except this time I stayed in a little bit different of uh, Airbnb. This was more of the bougie end of town. It was pretty cool. I liked it. It's interesting how someone could take not even an apartment. I mean like part of a house literally and partition it off where it it's three rooms. Kitchen, bedroom, bathroom. No living room. No mud room or porch or patio none of that shit just kitchen bathroom bedroom and charge your asshole to death on that and people like myself are like ah oh that's a great deal i'm gonna stay in the bougie part of town it was pretty quaint not gonna lie they did a good job could have been worse but god damn they're on to something you're on to something if you can do that if you live in a town where there's any sort of tourist attraction and you have it like that, get yourself a little situation and Airbnb it because I feel like some of those folks probably make a killing. At least enough to pay their mortgage and then a little extra for upkeep and shit, you know? And that's pretty awesome. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm back. And in light of my little little main vacation that I'm not going to review, I, I, I like I said, I did that, but I do have a main beer and it's called Main Beer Company. And it's one that I've never had before. It's probably one of my favorite breweries. But, you know, my my taste changes on a regular basis. This is my, f- my flavor of the week, I guess. It's been for a while one of my favorites. But in this case, it's one that I've never had before. This one's called Post Ride Snack. And again, I'm not going to go into a deep dive of review of this with the label and all that shit. If you really want to know... Look through the archives. I'm pretty sure I reviewed this beer at some point. This company, and I, I think I even talked about their founding fathers and all that nonsense. Uh, went there again this time, though, on a little vacation. Uh, for the specific reason to bring myself back a little something, and I wanted to try their pizza because they do have this uh, wood-fired 
badass oven there uh, and a really cool facility. But I wanted to stop there specifically because I have friends in particular um, that really like Main Beer Company also. And uh, my one friend, I sent him, and I used that, well, let's just say, I sent him a text and I said something to the effect of, hey, man, Main Beer Company, what's your favorite beer? Go. And keep in mind, he knew I was in Maine. The response was Mo, M-O. Which is the type of beer they have, but literally that's it. Not a follow-up, not like, hey, dude, you're in Maine. Can you get me some Mo or uh, anything like It was just Mo and then nothing. It's like, okay, fuck, and I'm the sucker, and I got this dude some Mo. But he's not getting all three bottles. Fuck you, dude. I drank one already, and I'm probably going to drink the other one, and you'll get one if you're lucky. I got you a Mo. Uh, And then another friend likes mean old Tom, but... uh. His attitude's been a little lackluster as far as interest in my personal life recently. So, fuck it. Maybe I'll just give them both one bottle. Keep the rest for myself. You know? Whatever. I thought about you. That's what matters. But this time around, I have post-ride snack. And has a little picture of a bicycle. And I think they're implying post-bicycle ride snack. And apparently this company's big on bike riders. So let's get right to it. I'm going to open this bad boy up. It's Monday night, by the way. Uh, I'm, I just had a full day of work after being back uh, for, I got back late yesterday. It was shit traffic because of this crazy-ass rainstorm in Connecticut. It was like 30 miles an hour for two fucking hours because people are assholes and they don't know how to drive when it rains. I'm like, just stay in your lane, calm the fuck down, and stop driving through all the puddles. It's not that difficult. Like, you don't have to speed and go skidding off the road. Just take your time. Maintain your car. Make sure you have some tread on your tires. Quit driving around on banana peels. And uh, everybody will be okay. And you can, everybody can get to where they're going in a reasonable time. But no, there's always those fuckers out there. Anyway, so let me open this bad boy up. Connecticut, you fucking suck as far as traffic goes. Uh, post-ride snack. Let's do it. And it's even better because I'm using... Oh, no, I'm not. I thought I was using my main beer company bottle opener, but I'm not. Failed on that. Anyway, uh, so these bottles are kind of cool. Not going to describe them again. I, I'm fucking over describing beer at this point. It's beers in the basement, but guess what, folks? I'm, like, getting over beer. All your shit, you know, it's all just a bunch of shit flavor thrown in. Some of it's just out of control. I get some people try a little harder than others, but especially this time of year with all your pumpkin beers and all that nonsense, like I'm good for one or two. But then just give me something regular and smooth. I don't need cinnamon and and spice and headache inducing nonsense, honestly. And I don't maybe I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I'm speaking up. I'm speaking up. I'm over your fucking fall beers, goddammit. Keep it simple, stupid. Post-ride snack. Let's give it a sip. Mm-hmm. All right. I like this one. Let me see what the ABV on this thing is. I don't, I don't even know. You know what? You know what I'm going to do right now? Oh, wait. Okay. I found it. You're lucky. 4.9%. 
<clears throat> and it's called a Session India Pale Ale. Session India Pale Ale, and it does taste like an IPA. Uh, it doesn't have a, a bitter bite to it. It's actually very smooth, and I don't know. Sometimes I feel like uh, it coincides with the ABV. Sometimes when you have the higher ABV, you just have that that bite to it. Not a huge fan of that flavor. I'm a fan of high ABV. Don't get me wrong. I like to get hammered. Fuck it. But I don't like the flavor of it. So this one's actually very smooth. I like it. Good job, guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna review this bad boy to death here. But I'm gonna drink it, and that's what I'm drinking. Maine Beer Company, uh, from Portland, Maine, and this one's called Post Ride Snack. And I may or may not take a picture. I'm very cynical today. I'm very cynical. I've got an attitude today. I don't know what the deal is with that. I should be all relaxed because I'm back from vacation, but I'm not. I feel like I'm more uptight than when I left. Maybe work has something to do with that. Work blows. But uh, so one thing I, I, I did want to talk about, and man, I at the risk of maybe repeating myself, shit, I hope I don't. But uh, this is a really stupid observation, but I think if anyone's listening and you can figure out a way to make money off of this, it should happen. Pizza boxes. Fucking pizza boxes. So think about it. And this will make sense in a second. I'm, I'm going to have a point here. It has nothing to do with beer, but fuck it. It's just a random thought. Uh, so you have pizza boxes that when you buy a pizza, whether it's takeout or you have a delivery, you have this big cardboard box, right? And I know people sometimes try to get creative with it. Uh, I don't know. One of these chain places like Domino's or some bullshit has like a round pizza box now. Ooh, fucking mind blown. Typically, there are these big square boxes that you sit on your oven, you know, on the burners. You just kind of set them there because you don't want to use valuable countertop real estate. Or you have them on picnic tables out back for all your stupid kids to like grab slices of pizza during your backyard festivities and all that nonsense. But generally speaking, when you get a pizza, the boxes are on display. Why is nobody advertising? It's literally the same picture on every pizza box for all of time. This like stereotypical Italian like chef doing that like kissing his fingers thing you excelente you know that that fucking you know doing that face or so and it's, and it's like <laughs> so the artwork is so jacked up it's awful it's awful or it'll just be like it'll just say fresh hot pizza or something on it why are people not advertising on this shit like, it makes no sense it's like literally in people's living rooms and kitchens and backyards and you could be promoting your car dealership. <laughs> Maybe I talked about this before, but I find it fucking hilarious. Like, it just seems so obvious. Why has this not happened yet? Uh, if anybody can steer me right on that and let me know. Uh, if if anybody in your town does that. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I've seen maybe the most advertising I've seen is the pizza place itself that you get the pizza from might have their logo and like their phone number on it which is okay i guess that's cool you pay a little extra but why aren't like i, I think about i'm involved in real estate why as a as like my, my real estate lead and i'm gonna mention this to i guess my my boss for the lack of one of my many bosses uh mention like why are you not advertising on a pizza box because it, it's 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 
you can't avoid seeing it. Like even now with DVR, you skip the commercials and shit. Like pizza boxes, you don't skip over. They sit there until people put the pizza away, and even then, it sits in the refrigerator for another week. I don't know. Uh, hit me up on email though if you've seen anybody advertise on pizza boxes, like a legitimate beyond just the pizza place. Let me know because I've never seen that. And I'm not going to Google that shit. I want you folks to tell me. Uh, Beers in the Basement Podcast at gmail.com. Beers in the Basement Podcast at gmail.com. So that's what I have to say about pizza boxes. And, um, you know, that's it's a very exciting, very exciting conversation. Now, here's a little story for you. So I'm at Quick Check the other day, right? And I had to use the ATM. People need cash sometimes. It happens. I like cash sometimes, especially when it's, um, you know, I, do, I pay my bills and all that stuff online. But something about having cash makes me feel like I really know when I'm spending money. It just makes me more cognizant of it. Like, okay, I'm putting 20 bucks here, this and that. And then the cash is like depleting. So I'm like, okay, I started the week with 100 bucks cash and now I have $8. It just makes me feel more responsible with how I'm spending my money. Maybe that's just me. So... I'm at the line for the ATM at a goddamn quick check over here at, you know, whatever, over here in, in town, central Jersey. And there's two ATMs. And uh, I'm I'm doing my thing. I'm just standing in line. And the chick on the ATM to the right, I'm watching her because she's just got, I don't know, kind of, both these people have weird body language. There's an ATM on the left, ATM on the right. They're both being occupied. The chick on the right is just super fidgety. And uh, and I keep seeing her like, putting her card in and out. And I'm like, what the fuck? And in the meantime, a line is forming behind me because it's like lunchtime. It's just a high-traffic ATM time, I suppose, if there is one. This apparently is the time. And there's a line forming behind me. And the chick is um, now I'm tuned in and I see what she's doing. She's putting her card in. She's withdrawing the maximum amount for a single transaction, which uh, I don't remember what it was. It might have been 400 bucks. Getting the cash for that, taking her card out, ending the transaction, and putting it right back in again. Apparently, she needed a lot of cash. I'm not here to judge. I don't know what the fuck she needs You know, over $1,000 cash for immediately, but that's her business. That's what she's doing. I'm like, okay. So I'm just fucking standing there. Now, suddenly I start... To my left, this other guy, he's starting to get a little squirrely. Like, he keeps looking over his shoulder. And at first, I thought he was looking at the girl that's doing all this withdrawal or whatever. And I'm just trying to mind my own fucking business. I don't know. I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking at the ceiling. I'm looking at other shoppers. And this guy keeps, like, keeps sort of his shoulder keeps kind of turning. Like, he's either looking at her or trying to kind of sideways eyeball me a little bit because I'm behind, behind him. And he starts doing that, like, oh, man, fuck, fuck, motherfucker, like, and he starts mumbling under his breath. And I, at first, I didn't realize, but he was referring to me. And I'm still oblivious at this point. I'm like, okay, I don't know, whatever. He's having a, he's having a hard time with the machine or who the fuck knows. I don't know. Sometimes people wear like those Bluetooth pieces and they're like talking to someone on the phone. You ever do that where like you think someone's talking to you and you realize they're on the phone? I hate that shit. Anyway, it's all another story. So this guy keeps huffing and puffing and I don't know what he's talking about, but I realize it's directed at me. And uh, so 
and now he has my attention, so I'm looking at him, and then he turns around and, and makes, and, and he's having, like, card issues or something. And this guy's been here, like, the chick to the right, to demonstrate time-wise, she's now made three transactions of just cash over and over and over again. And this dumb motherfucker is still, like, goofing off with his card, like, I, I don't know, not entering the right PIN number, or so, I don't know what his problem is. Uh, but nothing's happening. Like he's not he's not making any transactions. He's just fucking fumbling around with his card. And he's getting all excited that I'm standing there just waiting waiting in line. And apparently he thinks I'm standing too close to him. Uh meanwhile there's a line behind me and there's nowhere for me to go and I feel like I'm at the respectable distance. I don't know exactly what it is, but it was maybe three feet, but you're in a convenience store, so you can't like you know, sometimes when you have these outside ATMs, you can kind of wait in your car for a minute and let someone finish or whatever. But that wasn't the case this time, so I'm just standing there, uh, apparently encroaching in his little bubble. And uh, and he starts he starts in on me a little bit, and he says, he he turns around, he faces me, and he says, "Yo, motherfucker, why don't you go next?" And I go, "No, dude, I don't know. Just finish what you got to do, man." He's like, you are, you're all breathing down my neck. I'm like, I'm definitely not breathing down your neck. And I, so at this point, this is kind of a confrontation. I start to get like, I don't know what it is. Is it, is it like the fight or flight response where I, like my, I could feel my heart start to race and I'm, I'm trembling, but I'm not, I'm not scared. Like I'm not fearing for my safety at this point. I'm just... I don't know, I guess it's the adrenaline, and I'm, I'm wondering if if in an instance like this, if that is a normal reaction, like I'm having a hard time staying calm. I could feel my face turning red. I could feel my blood pressure just going through the fucking roof just by somebody engaging me, not in a physical way. I wasn't, I wasn't physically afraid of anything, um, but it was just bizarre to have someone uh, come at me like that. And, uh, so my response was, uh, no, I don't know. Take your time man. just do what you got to do. And now right at this point, this girl's finishing and she walks away. So I go to the available ATM right at that moment that this guy calls me a motherfucker and says, just, just do it. I can't have you breathing down my neck, which thankfully she walked away made a machine available so i'm like trying to ignore this guy now he's standing next to me still goofing off with his fucking card like uh, mumbling all kinds of nonsense clearly directed at me i mean i could hear him say breathing down my neck motherfucker who you think you a tall motherfucker i mean i'm six foot one i'm not i'm not tall but this guy was just i don't know maybe five eight or something but you know all these sort of verbal kind of but not bold enough to literally say it to me. He's like talking to himself and 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 I, I'm not even talking shit about the guy. I'm just saying like that's what he was doing and it seemed a little just bizarre. Uh, so I finished up what I had to do and as I'm walking away, I said, uh, I said, hey man, calm down. All right, I'm done. I was here 30 seconds. I wasn't breathing down your neck. And, and you know, whatever your issue is, I hope you get your shit figured out. And I just sort of walk away because he was still fucking around with this stupid machine. Like, I don't know what the guy was up to. Um, I didn't hear what he said. I didn't, I didn't wait for a conversation, but, uh, but I had to, or a rebuttal or anything like that. I had to say something and it wasn't sort of smart. I mean, it was just like, chill the fuck out. 
So I go, and then I'm driving back, and this stupid asshole, like, stuck with me for at least the next hour. I felt like this sort of charged up adrenaline feeling. That's, and I wonder if that happens to other people, because I've seen other people get into conflicts, get into confrontation, even get into fights, um, and, and they somehow remain cool. And I was so aware of it at the time, I tried to just kind of breathe normally, I tried to stay in a relaxed, uh, you know, demeanor, but maybe it's my high stress sort of, uh, personality that I couldn't just let this shit go. I was jittery and just weird for at least the next hour because of this dumb asshole that couldn't get his shit together at an ATM. And, uh, and that pissed me off, man. And I wonder if anybody else has that. Am I the only one that can't sort of calm the fuck down after something like that happens? And I don't know what the right, what the, what would be the right response to that? You're not going to like, you're not going to get a physical with someone. It doesn't warrant that. You're not being physically threatened. It's just someone talking shit. Like, do you escalate things and then uh, start saying something back to them? Do you just mind your own business like I was trying to do, but it still affected me to the point where I thought about it afterwards. I'm like, man, that's not fair. That's not fair that this dumbass made me feel this way. I don't like to give somebody that kind of power or authority over me and my feelings because they're having some kind of fucking problem. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's my quick check story. And I would love some feedback on that. Uh, yeah, shoot me an email. Beers in the basement podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to keep this one short. I've already gone 21 minutes. I mean, I haven't heard myself talk in probably a month now since Tim McRae from where's the food. Come get it was here uh that was a really fun guest and if you guys haven't tuned into some of the previous episodes uh i had jay dugan in here awesome graphic designer i've had dave marcola in here he's like a real estate guru up and coming keep an eye out for him especially in this area mercer bucks county um who else i had i had other people in here um and I have more on the docket, but I've been kind of slacking. I had some stuff going on and doing my thing. I'm going to finish my post-ride snack from Maine Beer Company. And uh, I want to thank Portland, Maine for hosting me again. <laughs> I say that like I'm special in this city of like thousands and thousands of people. Thanks for having me, Portland, Maine. You've been real nice. Uh, but by that, I mean, the food was just good. And I always give, uh, just, I'll give that whole city a shout out just because it's picturesque and everybody I meet's really nice. Um, and thanks to, to Allison at the thirsty pig. She's awesome. And that's a fun bar. Go check that place out. And the Holy Donut, of course, uh, all these, all these fun places, fun staples, uh, of Portland, Maine and Andy's old port pub. That's probably, and of course, liquid riot. And, uh, I reviewed the shit out of that place with their, their school bus and their, they're fucking sucking up the sea air to make special beer. I think now more and more that those guys were just jerking me around when they were telling me that story. But, uh, yeah, more guests coming up whenever I feel like it. I'm, I'm, I'm not stressing myself out. You heard, you heard that? I'm not stressing myself out over this shit. It's supposed to be fun. Right, Pete? Right, Pete. All right, guys, have fun. Be good. I will talk to you soon. Beers in the basement.